Bills Only podcast here. Paul Farvar, your host. This is a fun, fun episode you will enjoy with the return of my dear friend, comedian Rena Calm, also riding shotgun, Patty Vasquez as the voice of treason. This is a fun one. You're going to learn a lot. Uh, I know she's, uh, Rena's been uh, our most returned guest uh i think this is episode or fourth fourth return if not at least the third um yeah i liked it you'll liked it i'm not going to preview it you'll you'll hear it and you'll enjoy it check out my upcoming dates at paulfcomedy.com the website or on facebook i have upcoming dates there and on my instagram i always update stuff as well um busy month comedy's back hashtag comedy is back shows are going fun lee socially distanced and uh sometimes inside sometimes outside i'm super excited that's it enjoy this episode please share give us a review subscribe if you haven't already and check out our sponsors hey all paul farver here your singles only host and date coach in a way, right? We all know that I'm not a professional and I love giving people advice, but I sometimes can't. It's out my pay grade. I can't handle some of the stuff that people need. And you need sometimes a professional relationship coach. That's why I've teamed up with Relationship Hero to provide that service to my fans, friends, podcast listeners. If you're struggling with a breakup or real relationship issues, Sometimes you just can't rely on friends like myself and your your circle of friends. You need professional relationship advice, and that's what Relationship Hero does. RelationshipHero.com. Check them out. You can talk to them. You can show them text messages, and they'll give you an expert analysis. They do outside-the-box thinking. That's why I signed up with them, to be honest with you. I read one of their reviews uh, a couple days ago. Jeff wrote, excellent advice was given. Gave them a five-star review. They think outside the box to give you honest and honesty and compassion. You can tell they are extremely qualified. Now, I'm not extremely qualified, right? We all know that. I'm a comedian, former lawyer, former musician. I have zero professional analysis and relationship experience or training. They do. You need to use them. And here's what we're going to do. If you go to the website, uh, relationshiphero.com backslash singles only, you are going to get $50 off your first one hour session. Relationshiphero.com backslash singles only. Check it out. Tell them I sent you, but they'll know because you're using the link. And uh, I think it's going to give you the advice you need. You can call them. You can show them text. You can do everything. They are there for you. Check them out, relationshiphero.com. You're welcome. Have I ever uh, steered you wrong? Have I ever, you know, given you bad advice? I've been here for four years now for some of you guys. The longest relationship I've ever been in is with this podcast. And uh, I've given you everything I can. I've brought guests that have informed you, entertained you, told you how to date, told you how not to date. And now I'm bringing you another tool, a superpower, if you will. It's called the Keys Dating Keyboard. You download this app and it saves you thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in dating. What it is, is it has messages for every situation, breaking the ice, being flirty, responding to something that was asked of you, um, or most importantly, breaking up with someone or ending things. Instead of ghosting, you can be a responsible person and choose multiple different responses. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. When I saw this app, I was like, I need to, I need to get this to my folks. And, you know, 
It's been proven that uh, singles spend over 8,000 messages, you know, hours on apps uh, until they find what they're looking for. Well, this is going to save you so much more time. It's a free app for you guys. That's what I'm going to do for you. You guys download the app. It's uh, if you if you Google dating keyboard keys or uh, keys keyboard, um, it's going to pop up. Promo code singles only free. Boom. Don't tell me I don't do anything for you guys. So this is it's being you know it, only certain people have access to this but you guys are going to be ones that have it you guys are basically going to be testers on this app and um i'm inviting you to listen to this to use it and uh before it's released to the general public tell me what you think download the app use the password singles only to get in anyone that signs up will be free for one year one year of free usage i don't know what else to tell you I am doing everything I can to get you guys to stop listening to this podcast and and find love, whatever the hell that means. Keys, dating, keyboard. Promo code, singles only. You're welcome. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farber. I am your host. Thank you for listening. Voice of Reason, Patty Vasquez sits with me. Hey, Patty. Hello. How are you doing? I'm swell. Thanks for asking. I really am enjoying your uh, plexiglass situation. That's, yeah. It's building over the course of the pandemic. As we get closer to the end of the pandemic, I have gotten more and more uh, plexiglass. Why do you think we're... Okay, you know what? Did some of the I listen to the up? news and they tell me we're done. And I believe everything I see in mainstream media. So come at me. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I feel like it's fine. We're all going to be okay. Hey, I got yelled at for the first time in 25 years by my husband today, which was, I think the pandemic is starting to get to him. Oh. He's never yelled. He was, I mean, I, I I, it was, it was strange. Yelling. I like ran. I was in the bathroom in the middle of something that was not easy to clean up. And I had to run full. <laughs> so I was like, what? And he's like, oh, I just thought you were just getting ready. I just had a question about. <laughs> I was like, what is. So I just wanted to, as your voice of treason. Oh, just wanted to tell there's problems in the uh, in in uh, it's pandemic marriage. in paradise. It's a pandemic. Marriage. Who would have thunk? First time in 25 years, he's yelled like, Patty! I mean, like never. Like I could hear it. It was it was disturbing. No, it, it scared the shit out of me again. I had to run back to the bathroom to finish up. So. <laughs> well, hopefully that works out. But if not, there's a place for you here as the host of Singles oh, Only. God, I can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> flashbacks of what it was like before we have uh, uh, one of my favorite human beings as a guest um, we started comedy together way back in 1972 mm. um, back in mm. the good old days oh yeah throwback at uh, uh, Three Dead Moose you know the it finest open mic in Chicago yep it's actually dead right now but yeah, yeah you know. so is everything yeah uh, that's alive in our happens. hearts Rena Calm returns to the podcast for the hi fourth time i don't even i don't know, know. i've been single have we been together lot. have i have i done this with you i, I think so. one of them maybe of, you've done it at least three yeah, times yeah definitely i, I think, know you did I the hundredth episode time. we do yes, that it was right. at laugh factory I think. yes yeah oh it's been a while then <laughs> yeah in the smoke box that we like the hot, yes. the hot yoga in there. hot box the it was box it would be hot there. in the in the summer freezing in the winter oh you have no idea how thrilled i was to not be eligible to do this podcast for a chunk yeah of, <laughs> for a chunk of time it's uh, pretty wild yeah and here you are this is great this is great, yeah. yeah. Plexiglass like, and all. The bigger the plexiglass gets, though, it's almost like a guy being like, "Hey, no, like I'm gonna bring extra condoms. I'm ready to settle down." Or you know, plexiglass sex. 
Yeah, we're possible. nearing the end of the pandemic, yeah, so yeah. it's like I'm going to start wearing a bigger mask because <laughs> we're getting close. Yeah. <laughs> Safer. So yeah, and 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 it must be hard for the pandemic for you uh, dating or doing anything because you are on the road all the time. None of this is true. Uh, no. <laughs> It is. It nothing feels real anymore. I'm I'm curbed at the moment. You know, curbed. And so people don't know you live out of your car. I was. Now I'm I'm very successfully staying with my baby brother uh, in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, which is exactly where I saw myself heading this year. It's just fun to Uh, say, at least. Wauwatosa. Yeah, it is. Uh, I was there last week. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it's lovely. They have nice grocery stores, and that's what there is to do these days. So you know, a uh, a lot of breweries. (laughs) And coffee shops in Milwaukee and Wauwatosa. Wouldn't know. I haven't been going, but they look nice from the outside. Uh, Outdoor seating. Yeah. I did have to get some stop at a CBD store for my brother because he had hip surgery and I've been his like caretaker, which it just feels good to have um, something to do. Uh, And (laughs) he had me go get CBD and the guy there like wouldn't stop talking to me. And I'm like, I know we're all starved for interaction, but this isn't even real weed. You don't get to make me chat, you know? Um, Aww. But yeah, so I guess I'm not trying to date because I could have met that guy, you know? Uh, Yeah. I mean, did you date at all during the pandemic? No, honestly. So being on the road. talk to dudes? Yeah. Being on the road has like put me in this mode anyway of just kind of like opting out of even thinking about relationships, which I've found super constructive and helpful for the last year or so. Um, I like was in a relationship, then went through like... the best relationship of my life, so therefore the worst breakup of all time. Oh. And then, uh, since then, just being on the road, trying to finish my 50-state goal, I just, like, didn't think about dating. And when people tried to talk to me about it, I would kind of check out as a friend. Okay, well, I'm not thinking about that mm-hmm. inside my head. And, uh, yeah, so the pandemic's given a lot of time to think about that stuff, but because it's not really actionable, I kind of feel safe in that mindset of, like, well, this is not a category where even you could do anything right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone's in the same boat as you but you're just on the road doing it yeah, yeah. um allegedly yeah i <laughs> I, I tried talking to somebody and i'll be honest like uh very nice i th- <laughs> i thought all i ever wanted was somebody who would like pay a lot of attention to me but it turns out um that felt stifling after five days <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> like just very interactive and like you know engaged too much attention? yeah it almost was like it was it cut out of me being able to think about comedy and like things that I was doing to have to like be a full-time partner to somebody, which maybe I've made myself, uh, selfish in that way. But the real thing was that we sexted too early in the, Oh yeah. How how did, yeah. Talk about, we jumped you know, like people talk about going into sex too soon in a relationship that can happen when it's virtual too. And like FaceTime sexting or like text texting sexting. Yeah. Like, well, cause now there's FaceTime sex. Right. So honestly, Mm. even to face plexiglass sex, but less (laughs) intimate, even to FaceTime, somebody is like a real intimate thing for me. Like just chatting and uh, graduating real fast from phone calls to FaceTiming was a lot, but even just like texting, yeah, without even pictures, just like dirty talk. So you weren't you weren't sending pictures; you were just dirty talking too early. Yeah, and like it kind of like it felt like sex in the way of like, oh, this is happening so fast, and, <laughs> and then once it was over. 
I mean, not that, I don't know, everybody has their strategy or technique for that, I guess. <laughs> like, cool moves, dude. But also... Who started? Did you initiate the sex? The, what, tell me how you go too soon <laughs> in sexting. Because for me... Yeah, I'm I'm 72, so I don't know what this how this works. Okay, well here's the thing: like <laughs> you start texting, of, "Hey, you met this guy on let's just say an app." We right? met in person. Actually. Oh, okay. I don't. I've never met anybody off of an, an app. app. Okay, fair. And I, that's probably something I should look into, but eh, I can't. Um, anyway, <laughs> so you met the dude in, in real life, then he got your number. Yeah, well, we started chatting online. He's not, we're still friends and stuff, but then yeah, the sexting part just happened like way too soon. I had done like my first Zoom show, I remember. And it was back in April or March. And I was like having that post-show weird, like bizarro land adrenaline that I guess is what exists now. And so that's all I wanted to think or talk about. And so the sexting kind of started on his part, like while I was not there yet at Mentally. all. Oh, yeah, so he like, started it too early. There has to be, when you're in person, foreplay can consist of body language as well as like whatever the topic of conversation is, I guess. But like this was just like, you're texting with somebody and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I think this person's doing something else already. Like already go anyway. He's very nice, but it was just like, and it was fine for sexting uh, as far as that goes. But then, yeah. What's, what makes a, what's a fine text versus fine sexting versus like I not hate, appropriate sexting? I'm sorry that this is the world we live in, but we both, uh, finished. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> you arrived at your destination? Yeah. Okay. We both finished texting. Uh, we both completed our s- statements. Uh, and yeah, Does signed that, our letters. Okay. Um, I Here's my question about sexting and, and maybe does that work for you on a level where you can get stimulated from just words on a te- on a screen or is it just more like a flirt no, it's my hand paul uh I, from what <laughs> well do you I'm, I'm being i'm not being facetious for me it's like if someone tells me hey, like talk i'm just like it just seems fake because i don't know the person yet especially if i've never met the person i guess in your situation well, you guys we already met we chatted for okay. a few days and you've seen him in person so yeah like it was a like it when was, he talks about his ear you know exactly about the hair on his ear and everything like you can visualize yeah it. that's what i meant <laughs> ear hair is that where you went with like somebody i don't know alluring yeah, yeah, yeah i think paul specific. just wants somebody to really I just appreciate shave his my ear, ear hair yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what kind of vision do you have where you're like looking inside i mean are you talking about like licking somebody's ear i don't know what happened Sexting is fine, world. but I want to wake up and peek and see the sunlight creep through the hair poking out of your ear. And <laughs> <laughs> Send me an ear pick. Yeah, that's the way to go. Wiki ears. Um, <laughs> no, it, honestly, the feeling of it was, it was fine. It's not like, it's fine. You know, people do things. But, uh, <laughs> but do you feel like we got, when there's a, there can be a weirdness and that's why like soon, sex too soon makes things, a relationship weird. Yeah, yeah, because instantly as soon as it was finished, my reaction was like, are we just supposed to do that all the time? You know, like <laughs> we didn't really build up to it enough that I'm like, it doesn't get more extreme than that as far as like what I'm going to do remotely, you know, like I don't know. It it's just, just like of, sex too early. Yeah. Like, which usually I'm a proponent of, but now I can see in my wiser years how damaging that actually can be. Not because somebody's like, you know, slut shaming you, but because mm-hmm. it actually does take time to make it worth it. It's a different connection. Sometimes. You make a physical connection. Everyone with likes somebody. a hot bang. Okay. Yeah. Don't get me. Oh, I'm just kidding. But yeah. No, no, no. I get it. But I mean, like, it, too soon is definitely, it, it's the, it's all 
some people have like these set lines about se- having sex too early or sexing too early in your situation. Yeah. But like sometimes like the, the longest relationship I had, I had sex with my girlfriend like right away and we dated for a year. Same. Well, I don't know. It's, it's but been, that's not healthy either. Who knows? It, Patty's looking at me like, what? No, no, no. I'm trying to remember the first time I had sex with my husband. I just, I didn't, I never thought about it. I just can't remember. Some people, it's just when you know, you know, but some people will be like, create a barrier because of religion or morality uh, or previous relationships yeah i think that's that was yeah that it's governed their way of looking at i think my best relationships actually i did wait a little bit whether or not i wanted to like maybe because of other relationships or like co-worker situation like we waited before we actually did that and trust situations too yeah yeah. and that made it better or i don't know um and i don't like I don't regret my 20s, um, but I hopped into bed with a lot of weirdos, uh, for sure. And um, I think now, I don't, like, regret it, but I also, like, understand why I did that now, you know? And it wasn't as fulfilling as I think I thought it was at the time. At the time, yeah. Yeah. Well, what what happened after you guys finished your sexing? You're like, oh, so quarantine huh like you just yeah, it was like, like <laughs> it's like do i have a cigarette or how yeah you, like d- did you do check you do- the mail you know like i don't know what are you talking do you like emoji like a cigarette sign and like uh I don't yeah i just didn't have longevity there were no plans of us got actually it. meeting in person and i just couldn't ima- and i also was i think d de- like that got real serious all of a sudden mm-hmm. like real like i wouldn't be just like sexting a random person anymore uh <laughs> listen when the when all these apps well, he on the internet random. first came out yeah, i was yeah. like let's try it regrets uh you know like stuff that's like you know saved forever i Um, think you were there when uh and i've talked about it on the podcast before but the mic that i ran uh two and a half persians tinder came out and everybody in the room joined it and then we were all like match we thought it was like the coolest thing in the world we're like what is this like i "I just matched you i was like judging all of you Uh. everybody had their (laughs) tinder bits it was like competitive tindering and i was like no thank you yeah uh (laughs) it was like yeah it was like uh i think like nine years ago or eight years ago whatever and I didn't, it was like so fascinating and new that there was like a thing that you could do. But, um, okay. So you sexted this guy too soon and you said you didn't use apps while you're on the road. So you're meeting people at shows or like, how are you meeting people? I'm not is the thing. Like I've really just hit a wall with it where I kind of put it on this back burner of like, I will think about dating or building that kind of a real connection with somebody once I live in one place, because in the meantime, no, it's not practical. Like, People always give me suggestions of more stuff that I should be doing while I'm on the road. Like, you should start a vlog. You should start a uh, podcast. You should start this, that. I'm like, I'm literally trying to figure out where I'm going to sleep every night and, like, keeping my bookings up. Like, I can't do more. And yeah, and nobody understands how hard it is to get a booking. And yeah. right. I don't think they get it. takes so much time, yeah. 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 And so like the idea of maintaining an actual relationship, because I used to like, you know, have probably more casual encounters with people, but that's just not something I'm interested in anymore. And do you do you think that's because of the pandemic or because of no, your that was past before the breakup pandemic. too? Yeah. Because of the breakup? Yeah, I'm looking for that good good. I'm sick of <laughs> like I'm sick of just wasting time and like Honestly, sex is better. Relationships are better when there's like something substantial there. I don't know. I'm not (laughs) like when I think about it now, like sometimes like 
I like got hurt. Like, I don't know. Like, even if it's just from like getting too drunk to have sex with that person that you're like, I'm not sure about, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's not, it just didn't feel worth it. So yeah. Um, I don't, I don't really feel like I need to hook up with people like I used to, if that makes sense. Of like, course. It means yeah. you're growing up. That's right. What, that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I say it, I say it all the time now. It's like, as you get older for me, getting older is awesome that my dick doesn't run my life anymore. It's like you make decisions. You're like, eh, this isn't, I don't want to lead with my ear hair. Now, yeah. All right. It always points me in the right direction. Listen, my mom said ear hair is coming back and uh, she doesn't lie. So it's hot. I, I know I it, like in the have, Persian community, it's really important. I feel like something happened today that made you think I of, saw an ear hair. Yeah. yeah. I was like, not inside the air, but like on the ear thing. So so like, like, what did I, I had to pluck eat it. or drink that made that guy just shoot? out like that it's you know? uh it's the hair stuff i use to prevent hair loss but mm. it just grows hair everywhere so yeah like, what do you is it a propecia topical? okay and topical rogaine i I've, I've got the whole hair care all right you have to tell my son because oh yeah and biotin that's the <laughs> hair cocktail those right. three things right, we'll talk yeah. fyi your, your hair stunning. sponsored by rogaine <laughs> <laughs> by now you know that i'm a lawyer right everyone does and uh I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, but when I need a lawyer, um, and I do often need a lawyer, um, I contact my friend Scott Shapiro. Um, if you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for more than you know. A lot of times, companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff, as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So you need a lawyer. Sure, you can consult me. But uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800. Or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiro's. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800 or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you and he will be very happy. So yeah, I mean, so you, you had this bad breakup. It's obviously, for it's made it better because now you, you're not going to waste time. You're looking for the good, good, as you said. Well, yeah, um, like a real, actual, full relationship that maybe goes, I don't know, 25 years before somebody raises their voice. Like, that's fascinating <laughs> to me. But at the same time, at the same time, like this pandemic has really made me feel like, okay about it because oh god yeah you know i mean you've got so much else that it's like you need a partnership to run everything going on in you guys's home but like that must make it harder you know what i mean to make time for your relationship and you can't just have a relationship you have to like it's always work right you know you don't so i'm like ready to do the work for the right person but i'm also not like desperate for that job you know? Yeah, no, during a pandemic, this is the worst place. If you weren't in a good relationship, this is not, not, really last. Good, no, not a good time to be alone with somebody all no, it's the time. Instant codependence or, yeah. you know, cra- like I wonder, I think the couples that are really thriving right now and doing well are going to have a hard time coming out of it. 
you know, because you hit this codependency. I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but but on the flip side of that, right now, like, why do you think you need to do do? Why can't you just do it all alone? Like, you've done. You're such an independent person that it's like you've done it all on your own for the last since your breakup. Well, I think that's why I've never really had positive or healthy relationships and have been very independent about just like, you know, having fun or in the last probably, I've probably always wanted a more serious relationship, but like I know a bunch of gals that can say this that are my age that are like, I felt like I had to act cooler than I felt, you know, that like during the relationship, during the relationship, during being single, like unaffected by people's offers or, you know, like the idea, the prospect of being tied down. Like, I don't know. Uh, I just, I, maybe I'm picky. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, you that should can't be. be, I'm like, I have horrible, I've made horrible choices. <laughs> well, what, let's talk about, so you said you've made horrible choices. You had a bad breakup. Is there anything, I mean, obviously for me, the silver lining of a bad breakup is you learn from it and you learn yeah, about yeah, yourself. Yeah. Right? I, well, I, I think all of my quote unquote bad choices were choices that fit at the time because I needed to do a lot more like self reflection and growth and like self-love and a lot of it came out of deep insecurity from years of like feeling inadequate or I gained like a hundred pounds when I was in high school so my whole and I never learned how to socialize while I was in high school so like I think my whole 20s was like acting like it didn't bother me anyway like <laughs> who cares but that's not true you know, yeah, that everybody that wants carries with you forever. Love and compassion and mm-hmm. trust and all those things, and of course, like orgasms by my mug on Etsy, <laughs> uh, <but laughs> which is pre- I have mine out right now. Yeah, Love it. it says, "Don't talk to me until I've had my orgasm." It's a confident mug to take to a Zoom meeting. Uh, that is a power move, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think I've just been more open to like figuring out how to love myself better like RuPaul says, uh, so that somebody else uh, might be able to take part in that party or whatever. I feel like I, I, I'm i glad that the ones that haven't worked haven't worked. And sometimes like, I got really excited after my last breakup, like realizing like, oh my God, it's kind of exciting for five seconds, like in the middle of deep depression, being like, hey, you know what? It's kind of cool that you haven't even met the love of your life yet. And then it was like sad again already, uh, like right away. But um, I had one recently where I was like thinking I'm 37 now and I sometimes my like depressive inner voice will come in and say horrible things to me and one of them is like oh you're too old to like meet like the person you're meant to be with and then I was like wait a minute my ex was like 38 when he met me and he did pretty good so <laughs> there's time you have um, a year but yeah I've got a year <laughs> at least a year yeah but when I say like doing it right I mean like the full scope of a relationship. Like my last relationship, like we met each other's families. Like I still like really like love his family, even though we don't talk. Anymore. How long were you guys dating? Um, just under a year okay. kind of. Um, but the first two and a half months of it, we weren't, I was on like the biggest tour I'd ever planned. So we didn't actually like get together right away. But then we were like also living out of my car together for a while and, and traveling together and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. 
I want to give you a spoiler alert. That doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> um, that show so very shocked. That, yeah, yeah, it's like weird. Uh, I said that like, you know, neither one of us had a table to bring anything to is kind of what the vibe was of that situation. There's no table. Right. Yeah. It's a Prius. It's, it's not a, even like a van. It's not even like, which is a glove than you think it's going to be, by the way. I know, Patty the, loves a Prius. But Patty, you, you made a very good point on this podcast, one of many. Uh, that I will agree with you on, uh, that a road trip is a yeah. good way to determine if you have a relationship. Yeah. But in your situation, it was like, yeah. okay, yeah. well, I guess this road trip's going it's forever. Going. We got seven more yeah. cities. I, I recommend a weekend road trip yes. in the beginning part of a relationship to yes. see if you're compatible yeah. or can move to the next step. Of- yeah, we had a few of those that were wonderful. And <laughs> it was kind of like an ideal situation only in the sense that both of us ended up like kind of not having our own places at the same time, which, you know, uh, was I excited to <laughs> cohabitate a Prius with a 38 year old man who lived in his parents' basement technically? Yeah, I really actually was. <laughs> like, yeah. It seemed like it kind of just like, I never would have picked that, but it just kind of like seemed to line up well. Um, and yeah, uh, that break so we never fought really is the thing like we never i think that living in the car together was did this weird thing where it we had never enough intimacy because we didn't have like a place to ourselves to really you know build a relationship in or have any sense of normalcy or fight but that never it wasn't really ever even tense you know yeah. like uh for long chunks of it yeah and but then so we didn't have enough intimacy but then we were also like in a prius together too much intimacy you know so yeah. it was a weird in between spot here's one <laughs> we didn't say i love you until after we broke up oh. uh, which <laughs> was still not sure how that worked out but uh I think like I fell in love with him like right away and then I just didn't want to like scare him away by saying it first. And we probably both did that to each other for a year. Um, Are you guys in a healthy place now or not really? No. And it really bums me out because it's been a while since the breakup, right? Yeah. And so I feel like I've really gone through it and processed and I haven't talked about it on any thing or this is my big uh, reveal yeah no I haven't talked about it uh, on stage I've been processing it and going through my own like healing and everything like that and I feel like I'm in a good place now he on the other hand started dating somebody else like before I was even like super sure that we were finished like we were done Was he already talking to someone you think before you guys officially did? You don't know. I couldn't know. I couldn't possibly know. But it is somebody that he was talking to before him and I started dating that I, he made me think there, I mean, (laughs) when we. Oh, questioning the whole time. Yeah. She was there the first night that we like kind of hung out that I didn't know we were going on like our first date the next day. I thought we were just hanging out, (laughs) which is silly, but you know, uh, yeah, um, she was there like and I remember the next day when we hung out asking was that your are you guys dating and he goes well she thinks we are but I don't like her what and oh. he's known her since high school and yeah like oh that's weird he got back with her so and I never thought she was a threat is he still way hung up on his like xx but um like from 15 years ago but uh when I when he first posted pictures of this chick he started dating again 
him and I had words and like he ended up taking her to the Bahamas, which is a trip that I was supposed to have gone on. So it was all like oh. really, we still had shows on the books together at that point that he oh, kind of no. left me holding the bag to figure out. Yeah. Um, even though the writing was very much on the wall, but it's like, I didn't want to like take stuff away from him, right. you know, and like, let's just talk and be adults. Yeah, and things were, I mean, when I was like, how disrespectful can you be posting pictures of this new person? And he was like, it's not disrespectful. We've been broken up for however many weeks our math disagreed. But uh, <laughs> while he was telling me it wasn't disrespectful, his mother messaged me and was like, I'm so sorry. Right, because uh, she gets it. Yeah, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was close, I feel like, with his parents. And, like, I was just getting to meet his siblings. Uh <laughs> Long story short, which the whole thing's stupid. Uh, well, have you ever had a breakup where like you try to end it, but then they are the one that ends up hurting you? I mean, everybody hurts everybody, but like I had like tried to end it with him, and then he like fought for us, like doubling down on it and to not it break work. up. Right. Even though he was already checked out or you guys were both kind of like on. Well, let me, I'll just cut to it. We're short on time. I got arrested (laughs) last year uh, while not operating a vehicle, but for marijuana uh, in Oklahoma, which has the highest incarceration incarceration rate in the country. I did not know. Um, Anyway, I also, I don't blame him for it, but you know, we're pot smokers and he used to like kind of give, give me a hard time for Febrezing or trying to use like stuff to make the car not smell like it. Mm-hmm. So even though I wasn't, I didn't even have any on me, my car stank and he's like, he's like basking in it. I mean, so I mean, yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I, it doesn't go away. You know, like I would use like mint oil or like peel oranges. I don't know. Like, you know, to get just, the smell out. Right. Yeah. Or to yeah. just have a different smell, too. Right. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, you have to something do something, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> it stays in that cloth of the Priuses, especially. That's yeah. The Prius is known for the cloth. Of the I made a joke about it once, how of like living on the road or touring on the road. I'm so worried that all my uh, weed is going to start smelling like clothes. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so anyway, I got arrested and a horrible experience like I didn't realize it was going to be more than like you have to pay this money it was like you're going to jail and getting strip searched and um, he didn't call me to like check on me at all that week and I remember being like this is like like this is bullshit this is not enough I'm not going to stick around for this little of a relationship and I was like ready to end it with him even though we had shows coming up and he was like no I want to do this you know like (laughs) you know let's do this double down and then we went and did a grueling tour, which I, after the arrest, I kind of like, I was supposed to be buying a minivan that week, but had to spend money on jail. <laughs> so uh, I panic bought like a roof bag for my car to try to give us more room and like give our relationships some breathing space, space in yeah. the Prius. Create a table, if you will. And then the roof bag, like it says you're supposed to fill it. So it's more aerodynamic, but then it started leaking. So I had to take it off. And like, then the car was like extra full because of all the stuff that I, anyway, it was like, we didn't fight. We did all of our shows. The he roof met, bag didn't help. The, really. no, it, it didn't, it wasn't a saving relationship. Like no, a dog like or it was like the worst situation. Yeah. yeah. And it was just so not ideal. And then, but we still went and did all of our shows. He met my whole family, like, all of this stuff and then um we had a horrible fight 
about some place we were going to stay, like changing plans, which happens all the time, you know. Uh, and then we broke up, but then still had three weeks together on the road before I dropped him off with his family in Denver. So uh, <laughs> we were also staying, by the way, not in the car the whole time. He worked for uh, a company where we would have like hotel rooms for like a week at a time. So okay. we would be staying at a hotel in whatever the heck, Ohio. And anyway, we met his family in Denver and it was my birthday, which they didn't know. And we were absolutely broken up, which they also didn't know. And so I spent my birthday last year oh. at a Cubs game. It, in Denver. In Denver, pretending I was fine <laughs> while I was like, yeah, like with the in-laws I would never have and, <laughs> you know, like just taking pictures of them and trying to be like a good time, even though I was like dead inside. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. It's bad enough doing that on stage. Imagine yeah. having to do it. With- Worst birthday ever. And she's a Red Sox fan, too. I did do a show. I know. <laughs> I did do a show, like, right after we had split ways, and I definitely should have canceled that one. Uh, that was a rough one. But, it, honestly, the shows that we did together after we'd broken up were great. Like, I think nobody would have guessed that we'd broken up and uh, we didn't make drama anywhere. You know, it was like very peaceful, a peaceful transition of power uh, <laughs> is always appreciated. <laughs> yes. It's the nice but thing. But not guaranteed in the constitution. No. Right. Right. Yeah. But we'll talk about that another time. That's one thing though. Like I miss having somebody to like talk about like the news with, you know, like I miss having, I don't think I could. No, you're not some... missing much. <laughs> well, when you, when you I open know, your phone, you're like, kidding. what the f- you know, and you yeah. want to have somebody to go, oh my God, I can't believe, you know. Yeah, yeah. like I want somebody who's good in bed that can also like shout angrily about it, you know, <laughs> yeah. like But not at views. you, right. Yeah. Yes, no. No. <laughs> but agree with you. No, Middle I get something it. else. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not eager to really try opening up uh, to another one of those, but I feel better equipped with like, you well, know. What do you think uh, from that relationship? What have you gathered that you're like, okay. This guy, th- these are the these are the the hints of a unhealthy that doesn't fit with me. Not necessarily critical of him, but it's just not a match for you. Like, are there certain things that you're like, okay, if a guy you know yeah. has hair on his ear, pff, out. I need somebody who's gonna at least like be like communicative enough that I don't have to read into like one word text response. Like, he would write back just oh. ha, and that would be my like, oh, things are good. You know, right. and it's like, that's not a full sentence. That's not. Did, did he also do K? Yeah. I really, yes. I don't know. Oh, everyone it? hates K. I love I, K. It's just yeah, texting. But what about so. bail money? They need bail yeah. money. <laughs> also, I feel like as a female comic, something I've figured out, especially now, not even then, like, but I can see him in this light now is that I feel like especially comedians that are interested in dating me, like don't want a relationship with me. They like want to be me. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Like they want, (laughs) they don't see me touring around the country as making me unattainable. They're like, oh, I want that. But like for myself. Right. Right. They They don't understand all the hard work that you've done to get there. And they think that, oh, well, I can just do it. I've done this for 25 years. Yeah. And I don't know how you do it. 
I, I mean, like, I've done this for a long time, and yeah, like, what know. you have pulled off, what you continue to do on your own, yeah, on your own is remarkable. Which just, is, I, just want you, I want her no, to take that in. Stop talking. No, go ahead. You're right. <laughs> I was just going to add on to Honestly, that. I've never, I've in my career, I've never seen anyone do what you do, and it means so much to me. Thank you. So I just, I, I also don't know why I'm doing it. No, no. <laughs> like, it's, it, I, I had dreams of just touring and having my like whatever, yeah. whatever version of it. Like, you're living out what I think a lot of comics, like you said, they want to do. About. Yeah. I just hope people, especially now, like realize that it's like, I have literally, especially in, when this relationship ended, I really never felt more like I have sacrificed everything to be able to even do this. And that was like, the, with the way that relationship came together, I thought like that wouldn't be on the table. You know what I right. mean? I'm like, oh, we're going to do this, build this dream together or whatever. But uh, I'm proud of myself that I kind of made a pledge that I wasn't going to like do bits about him or like make, I want to like yeah, pledges to yourself. Are <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I made I made pledges not to do bits about my in-laws. There comes a point where you go, all bets are off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there's certain things I, I won't say this on the air, but there is like one thing I found out from one of his friends. That's like, if I don't make a joke about this, I'm a freaking saint, you know? Uh, but I change I'm, names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, uh, the, echoing what Patty said earlier about all the touring and everything you did, that's why I question the need for you to even have this partnership that you say is the good good. Because I feel like you have done all of this and and built it on without toxicity. I think I feel like sometimes, for me at least, the relationship aspect is what makes the brings toxicity in to yourself whereas you on your own other than things you can't control or and technically you could have with the Febreze situation but uh yeah but do you see what I'm saying like yeah you don't some, sometimes maybe it's just good to like grow personally and then let that shit happen when it happens you know well, what this kind of you comes don't have full to circle. set a line at 38 or whatever no I don't and I haven't but it comes full circle to the guy that was very attentive that I was talking to early in the quarantine Sexing too early guy? Yeah. um, Where, like I said, I've always had these kind of elusive dudes that make me like feel like (laughs) I did a joke about it like years ago. This probably wouldn't even be appropriate now to say on stage about how like if a guy doesn't text me back right away, I'm like, oh, he's probably great in bed. (laughs) But if a guy's like, do you want to go to a movie sometime? I'm like, what are you, gay? Like, (laughs) it's not appropriate. I said that already as a disclaimer. I think it's funny still. Yeah, Patty didn't laugh. there's something wrong with. <laughs> no, there's something wrong. I was feeling what she was saying. That's my that's my East Coast mentality. I don't know, but there's yeah. So the guy, I feel like I've always wanted somebody who was a little bit more doting and attentive. But then when I had it, it really made me realize. And this it's is overbearing. It's claustrophobic. Not if that's no? what you have room yeah. for. I guess if that's what you want, like. I think I was avoiding my, I was avoiding figuring out where I was going to shelter in place. I was avoiding figuring out what I was going to do with all of my canceled rest of my life plans. Like for me, it was easier to just uh, be absorbed in this entanglement. To avoid having to deal with it (laughs) mentally. Yeah. Yeah, And then all of a sudden I was like, I got to realize I had to figure out where I'm going in a few days. I should probably stop, like leave me alone. I can't talk to you right now. But more than that, because I felt it, like it was taking me away from myself when I wanted to focus on comedy. I know this, this is what you're saying makes it true, but also with all the nice things you guys have said to me, but it also feels like I feel like an asshole saying this about myself that maybe even though I want that relationship, 
I don't think I can be there for one person the way the average person probably, or I can't be there for one person in that way because I have to figure out how to be there for like everybody. (laughs) That sounds so stupid. Does that make sense though? Like I need to figure out how to talk to people, not a person. Oh, that makes sense. It's easier for most comedians, I think, to go and talk to a bunch of strangers than it is yeah. to have a one-on-one with somebody. I and, feel that way 100%. And, and, and in case uh, in case I'm not clear about what you accomplished and continue to do, um, I think that my partner would have been good with what you are doing. He was all in when I had that as a dream. Mm-hmm. It, what I'm saying is it's separate. Your drive to get it accomplished that is yeah. separate from yeah. whatever relationship. Like that ability to be focused and do it is separate from the, I just, I just need you to know that if, if it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I wonder how much of it is like my dreams being seen through and how much of it is really feels like a survival skill, you know, of like just, I've always picked up all the shifts and like tried really hard to just cover my ass and yeah. like that's how it's kind of just turned into that. But I can see from the outside how it looks like I'm really... <laughs> Cruising down the free lands of America, driving through no. Illinois in a Prius. No, it looks like hard work from people who know. Yeah. yeah. It looks like hard work. Oh, I don't mean to you guys, but, but yeah, yeah, especially dudes like that think I have time to just chat or, no. you know. No. Well, maybe that's why they were sexing so early. They're like, we can't, we don't have time to for the small talk. I gotta go right yeah. into the. You're fierce is what I'm saying. Thanks, buddy. You too. Right. Takes one to know one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you gotta, it, it really was the beginning of the pandemic where it was like, well, I guess this is what I do now. I guess this is. Yes. Cut is to what, the chase. Yeah. I guess I'm looking for my new life. Is this lady's girlfriend or this guy's girlfriend? <laughs> it was, it was going to be fine. Uh, <laughs> like he'll listen to this whole thing and he won't be offended till just then when I call him a lady. Um, <laughs> or the part where you said you texted to her lady and said, what are you gay or a movie? Whatever. He didn't ask me to a movie. That was not right, about him. Good. I wrote that years ago. Yeah. Rena, <laughs> we're out of time. Where can people find out more about you other than uh, in your Prius? Uh, well, there's never enough Prius content, uh, but uh, there you can actually see a tour of my home on YouTube, uh, my Calmedy Cribs tour. Uh, but I think my favorite of the apps is Instagram. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, I like to post pictures of my travels. And you can Which get are beautiful, a, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. You can get a, a Don't Talk to Me Until I've Had My Orgasm mug on Etsy. Everything's on my website, renacalm.com. Hell yeah. I've got the mug and I've got the stickers as well. Yeah. Very popular. Rena, you rock. You know that. You're one of my favorite people. Thanks, guys. You're the best. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Have Nuh-uh. I ever cheered for Have we ever cheered? Like, applaud? I'm sorry, Matt, by the way, who's <laughs> coming, but have we ever applauded once? <laughs> no, we let's applaud. We couldn't because we were quiet, but no, she came in and we were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's well been, we couldn't. We couldn't. We've never. Yeah, yeah, it's been hard to set this up. But yeah, I'm so excited. Like honestly, we, everybody we see is kind of online right now most of the time, anyway. So I feel like I've been seeing you guys, and it's been nice to catch up online. But this is way better. Right. Well, <laughs> cool. You. Now we're gonna wash our hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, Rena. Thanks, Patty, and thanks everyone for listening. Please subscribe, review, tell your friends. Before I succumbed to the pressures of getting Netflix and Hulu. I was an avid reader. I still am, but I'm behind on my books. I used to read a bunch of books, mostly memoirs, biographies, uh, nonfiction stuff. And uh, as you all know, one of my favorite books is uh, Perfect Pain by Param Parastran, a good friend of mine. Uh, It's an awesome memoir about, and it's a true story um, about 
how he fled Iran as a child and uh, lived up this perfect life that we all uh, are sold um, as a multimillionaire uh, successful businessman. But he had uh, underlying pain and issues that he had not resolved. And this is what he did on his journey. It's an amazing book. Um, I, I can't tell you how awesome it is if you haven't read it already i strongly recommend it and and i still have some free books to give away too so for you listeners subscribers if you give us a five-star review i will send you a free book i've got about seven left right now um and uh it's it's a great book perfectpain.com available on amazon it has been discounted uh because he wants to get rid of his batch of books perfectpain.com or go to amazon get the book and if you've read the book already give him a review too um we're going to give him the far of our bump um perfectpain.com by param parastron um, or message me and i can maybe send you a book for the right price for free no i'm just kidding perfectpain.com